Aloha, everyone, and welcome back to the High Connect Podcast, a weekly podcast where all we do is model, act, dance hula and Tahitian, host podcasts, and broadcast breaking news, sports, and trending stories. Did I, did I mention all of that? <laughs> wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, no one does that better than my guest today, Kauai Girl and host of Star News Now, Miss Kiana Kayabiab. Thank you. Did I say your last name correctly? Yeah, you did. Dude, I honestly practiced that like <laughs> 10 times in the car here. So if I missed it, I would have been pissed. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. There's actually like a lot of ways to pronounce it. Oh, really? I'm kind of just cool with anything. Is it like, Filipino? Yeah, it's Filipino. Okay, because I'm courted Filipino. So I hope that I was able to pull out, you know, my Filipino side <laughs> so that I could pronounce that. <laughs> I feel like I'm even saying it incorrectly. My oh, really? Like, yeah, I don't know. It kind of just varies. So. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way because yeah. I was really nervous about it. Anyway, um, I'm happy to have Kiana on today because uh, if a lot of people don't know about like my background and my origins, I'm actually from Kauai as well. So I was born on Kauai and then I lived in Vegas for like 11 years and then I went back to Kauai for high school. Oh, and wow. Then, yeah. And then I, I didn't even to know that. Oh, really? What yeah. What high school did you go to? So I went to Kauai High. Oh, right on. Yeah, so okay. I think I'm a lot older than you, but uh, <laughs> you ended up going to Kamehameha, yes. I think, right? Mm-hmm. But from where's seventh like, grade. Oh, okay, from seventh grade. Yeah. So where's your family based out of in Kapa'a. Kapa'a. So I went to Kapa'a Elementary, Kapa'a mm. Middle School for six. You're those people. Yeah. <laughs> and then I left, but good times. Good right times. on, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so I mean, Kauai is definitely an interesting place to grow up, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I was totally. only there for like four years of my childhood, but I do remember like uh, my family, my the Honjo side, uh, my mm-hmm. dad's side is from Kalahale. Okay. And then my mom's side is Tanaka and they live in Lihui. So oh. I was like on those sides of the islands yeah. a lot, but it really is like just a different vibe from Oahu in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. And completely. your story is pretty interesting. Like your trajectory and your career path. <laughs> like I went and I did all my research, right? Wow. And I saw, yeah, and I saw everything and I was like, this girl is really from Kauai. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. For, well, actually I was born here. Oh, okay. Um, My dad's family is from here, from Oahu. Okay. So Kaneohe, but born here but I actually basically was raised on Kauai because we moved back home because that's where my mom's from when I was one or two yeah I was really little so and so you grew up over there just grew up on Kauai and then you decided to come to Kamehameha when seventh grade and yeah and it was kind of like a family thing you know all my cousins went to Kamehameha um and you know public schools on Kauai aren't that I've been there I wouldn't say like great (laughs) I mean you know what I mean it was just a thing for us to go to Kamehameha and apply and Mm -hmm. luckily I was fortunate enough to go so it was cool. They t- actually took a lot of kids. Right. So um, does that mean like, sorry, I'm because I was like uh, away from the island so long, I, I don't really know like how Kamehameha works, especially mm-hmm. for outer island people. So you fly up from Kauai for schooling and you dorm, right? Right. On the campus. Yes. And then for like summer break and winter, do you fly home or do you? Yeah. So okay. we actually fly home and that kind of comes with the whole, I guess, boarding program package. Back then, um, we would all fly together. So all the boarders would either fly oh. back to school together and then fly back home together. And then oh, okay. there were weekends where it was like Labor Day, considered a common weekend, and we would go home. You would go home for like just a three-day weekend? Yeah, and Kamehameha would pay for it, actually. Or it was part of the, the tuition. I don't know. That's pretty cool. Know. Yeah, so okay. we went home a lot. And my mom actually flew up a lot, and I you know, was out of the dorms over the weekends because I had family here. Oh, luckily, okay, so. okay, okay. So it's not like you're both worlds. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you were like a city girl kind of because you were going home so often and you also had like family. Okay, right Mm -hmm. on. I like that. Yeah. So then after, you know, going to Kamehameha, you ended up going to Loyola Marymount, right? Mm -hmm. In LA. Yeah. So what was that like? That was so (laughs) much fun. I miss LA so much. Um, Originally, I wanted to go to Chapman and that was my dream school. And I didn't get in, surprisingly, Mm. because I heard LMU was harder to get into. I don't know. But... 
LME was so fun. The location is perfect. It's right by LAX. Like you're not actually, you know, in LA, but right. you're on like the outskirts, um, like Manhattan Beach. You have like Santa Monica. Um, oh, it was so fun. I made like the best friendships. And what did you go to major for over there? Broadcast journalism. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense because yeah. I mean, that's definitely where you are uh-huh. now. So yeah. where did that like, I guess, interest spark from then? Um, the whole broadcast journalism thing, I think was, um, you know, date back to even when I was at Kapal Elementary, when I okay. would be on like the morning news oh, and yeah. literally I'd get chosen all the time to be like, oh, can you MC this? Or can you be a speaker for a mayday? Or can you do this? And I, it kind of just like happened that way. Um, and then when I got into Kamehameha, it was like speech and debate team, song contest speaker. Oh, wow. Um, I was like even chanting at assemblies. Yeah. Wow. So going into school, like I kind of knew what I wanted to do, but I thought like, okay, hey, like I'm in LA, like I need to use this as an opportunity. So right. it worked out. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So it, it's really interesting because like a lot of people that go into like the college scene nowadays, mm-hmm. right? They go in not really knowing what they want to do. And yeah. then even after they get their degree, sometimes they don't use it for what they like mm-hmm. got a degree for, right? They totally. just pivot. So it's cool to see that you went in with one like idea, you know, mm-hmm. goal, and then you left and then you actually achieved that goal. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy because yeah, it doesn't happen all the time, mm-hmm. right? Like you can totally go to school for something and then you end up not doing it. Right. Right. Um, and so I think after that, you ended up staying in LA for a little bit, right? Yeah. So I stayed in LA for two years after I graduated. Um, I was working at ABC seven. I was also working at Fox sports. I intern at both of those places. So Fox I just sports, like, that's awesome. yeah. <laughs> so I just kept those connections strong. Right. So when I graduated, I was able to, you know, get a job right away. Okay. Um, yeah, everyone is super cool. And I think it's just a Hawaii thing, you know, like they loved me. I love them. I would always bring back goodies from oh, home. Oh, really? Okay. I yeah. wouldn't expect that from LA. The typical, the typical like, oh, yeah, like Merry Christmas, <laughs> yeah. here's chocolate. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, they loved it. Okay. Um, so you did that for like two years then you said. Mm-hmm, and then I moved home. Okay. Do you mind me asking why you decided to move home? That's a pretty good job with Fox News and all yeah. of that. That's why. So I decided to move home because, you know, another thing of mine, I wanted to compete for the Miss Hawaii USA pageant. Oh, and wow. that was why I moved home. Okay. And so I moved home thinking I was going to move back to LA because of, you know, my I still had my jobs there. Mm-hmm. I kind of just took a personal leave. And then when I thought I wanted to move back, I didn't win the pageant, obviously, but it was a great experience. I Then COVID hit. So it was just oh. all, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. What year did you compete in? I didn't know you, 2019 you ran. 2019. For Miss Hawaii USA 2020. So the pageant was in November of 2019. Okay. And then, yeah, and I thought I wanted to move back. Who, who it was like that February. Year? Samantha Neeland. I don't remember that one then at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Allie was the year after though, yeah, right? Yeah, Allie was this past year. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So that's where it's so funny because I had so much like different like pageant people in oh, here, really? <laughs> right? Because Kyla was in oh, here. Oh, yeah, Kyla. And Allie, Allie came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's and cool. And we all to know see. each other. So yeah, exactly. Sm- so small, small place. But that's cool to hear. Okay. So you ended up uh, ending to get a job, well, I guess, with Star Advertiser after that then. Yeah, it kind of, you know, I was unemployed, loving the whole unemployment thing. Um, Loving the unemployment (laughs) thing. (laughs) It was great. I mean, the stimulus got an extra 600. It was perfect. Um, But then I was like, okay, I can't, this can't be, you know, an everyday thing. I mean, I was still applying for jobs. So I applied to KITV. I applied to KHON, even just to like get my foot in the door Mm -hmm. and be a producer or something. Right. And so randomly, I went to an audition for a podcast show mm-hmm. and come to find out the people who were in the audition, um, one of them was the CEO for Star Advertiser, like oh, the newspaper. Nice. And then he read my resume. And then two days later, they told me to come back in and do a cold read, which is like reading off a script. Right. And it was just news. 
And then he basically offered me a job on the spot and told me like, this is their idea and what they want to do. And if I'm game and if I was up for it and I was like, yeah. And then. Cause it's like a perfect fit for you. The yeah. star news now I think is all on uh, social media. That's why, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's all on social media. So it, it's, I think they hit the nail on the head with that because you know, you're a younger person definitely can connect with the people that are on social media a mm-hmm. lot more. Uh, you're savvy with it, you know, because you're using it all the time and stuff yeah. as well. Um, and it just makes a lot of sense to put the news there, you know, right. like specialize in it rather than have like a TV show and then just having the um, same video put onto Instagram. Yes. You know, it's a yes. lot different. Right. Mm-hmm. So having it like catered to that, I think that was a really cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, aside from that, eventually I you did end up getting a podcast. Is that the same podcast you auditioned for? Or? No, it was completely oh, different. Really? So, okay. I mean, you just spoke with him, Chad Owen. Yep. So yep. great guy. It's called running it back. And we basically interview people in the whole sports world. And I'm kind of like the mediator girl. Chad is the star of it, but he basically um, talks the whole time. And I'm kind of the one that kind of interjects and Mm. is like, hey, this, hey, that. But yeah, so many opportunities came from just me even working from Star or Star Advertisers. So yeah, I've been super lucky. That's awesome. Yeah. It seems like they're trying to get you into different, like uh, so -hmm. many different facets within the company, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you have like a background in sports and stuff as well? Because I think like when you were um, in LA as well, you were doing sports things too, right? You said sports broadcasting. So initially, I mean, I guess I thought I wanted to be a sports reporter. I thought I wanted to go down that, you know, that route. Um, But when I moved home, I actually got turned down by when I think, mm. um, when I want to apply or just putting myself out there as like, right, a female right, right. in sports news. And while I was in LA, I was working for FS1. I was working on the shows The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Oh, really? Undisputed with Shannon Sharp. Those and are Skip big Bayless. shows. Yeah, it was super cool. I was a production assistant and I was han- handling the talent. So I was, you know, booking the talent's flights mm. or um, their hotels. And so I just wanted to be like the next Aaron Andrews. Like, oh, okay. That, that was my thing. <laughs> And now, you know, as time goes on, it kind of shifts and we'll see. I don't know. It, it, it could something possibly you still, do still though, right? be a okay, thing, okay. but yeah. So do you have like a history of playing sports and stuff or where does that like passion come in, I guess? That's an interesting... Ironically, no. I oh, mean, you don't play sports? <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, yes, you know, when your parents put you into sports, but it never really like, I was more on the entertainment side. Like yeah. I like to dance hula, Tahitian, like be on stage. Um if anything, cheerleading. Oh, okay. Which I think is definitely a sport. It but, is a sport. Um, it's I hard. Yeah, in yeah. High school. Respect the cheerleading guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yes and no. Okay. Okay. So I'm guessing you like are more of a fan of like watching though, or maybe yeah. your family is like deep into like yeah. you know supporting different sports right. or like you know okay that and makes for a lot me of when sense it comes then. to news like with either with entertainment and sports like you can sway away from that hard news instead of talking about like oh that's COVID a good numbers point. That's like a you good get point. a little bit more personal with. Like the athletes and they're just normal people or like entertainment and that's a yeah, really so good point. Yeah. Instead of doing news, I wanted to still be on TV but do something else. Right. Because the yeah. hard news is like definitely like it, well nowadays the state of the news is very like political, you know, yeah, it's polarizing. investigative reporting. Exactly. Yeah. There's always like angles and stuff. But in mm-hmm. sports, the beauty of it is it's just sports, you know, right. like you're not having a political angle most of the yeah. time. Uh, everything is just, you know, part of what the game was. Mm-hmm. You know, you're reviewing how the players like performed, right. all of this stuff. And it, you, there's not really an opportunity to talk like all of this like darker stuff. Yeah, you know, and even if there is, things. it's super light. You know, exactly. it's just like that's said, and then it's like move on. I never thought about that. That yeah. is a good point. That's mm-hmm. like definitely like something that I would like want to pursue if I was to get into news too. Just yeah. because you don't need to really like 
pick a side or you yeah. know have a hard stance or something exactly. it's just like i love sports and you know i love these players and yeah, i want to talk fun, to them. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. okay cool so when you were working at like uh fs1 and all of this stuff then were you like actually on field for some like interviews and stuff or yeah so okay. i was mostly in the studio um when i was a production assistant because undisputed and the herd the lot is huge we call it the lot but okay. at the fox studio so i was at the studio, but I also like logged NFL games and mm. covered baseball. So nice. Um, let's see, the World Series um, in twenty seventeen. That's that when was we super lost. Fun. That was the Dodgers. Dodgers, right? yes, twenty seventeen against the Astros. Yes, the cheating. That's the cheating <laughs> year, man. <laughs> but that was so much fun. That was my first experience, like actually getting to go to the World Series. Dang, and, and yeah. We didn't. We like were there all day, and I remember not getting home till like three in the morning. Cause oh wow! Even when the game's done, there's so many things to do. Yeah, it was such a good experience. So. Jeez, that's awesome. And yeah. it's like to have be a girl from Kauai, like doing yeah. something like that, you know, it's kind of crazy. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. And I, I really like appreciate, you know, like seeing like people from Hawaii doing those kinds of things, you totally. know, and it's really great. Like, you know, with the intro, I was kind of joking around, but that's literally like everything that you do, like modeling, <laughs> acting. And it's just when I see like all of this stuff come together and see your drive and stuff, it's mm-hmm. really like, I think, inspiring. Because when I always think back of like, do I ever want to go back home and live on Kauai or something, right? Mm-hmm. I think about that all the time too. Yeah, right. And it's, it, I think it's always in the back of my head. Like I want to retire there and, you know, like yeah. kind of pass on my knowledge. But at the same time, I kind of want to like get people like more, I guess, aware that there's life outside of Kauai. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's opportunities because I think feel, people feel like trapped in like Kauai, you know, yeah, where it's like, totally. okay, so I'm going to just go work over here or work for the state, you know, and do yeah. this, this, this. They don't really like think that there's anything beyond or mm-hmm. they think like uh, the competition might be too stiff, you know, like, oh, no, the Oahu Punahou kids are definitely going to get the job in Oahu versus me. Right. So I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Right. And so a little bit more disencouraged. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And so that's what I wanted to try to change, you know, and that's why I like things like having a platform and doing this podcast and doing totally. the YouTube and stuff, because it does show people, you know, I'm from Kauai. You're from Kauai. Yeah. We can do things. And I know. You know We're succeed. doing big things. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that. So I think that is a really important thing to get back into. Um, I mean, you're kind of a cheater, though, Kiana, because you went to Kamehameha. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> so funny. No, you're quiet so heart. So funny. Quiet heart, though. Always. I know a lot of people that actually are went to uh, Kamehameha from Kauai. I think Ashley Jimenez was like, uh, she used to play some kind That's of sports. So familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to run track, I think, for UH. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah, again, from Kauai, but ended up going to Kamehameha. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting because, like, you know, when you are, like, saying where you're, like, from and stuff, usually you say, oh, I went to school at Kamehameha. And uh-huh. that, that, in my mind, you know, that means you're going to Oahu or you live mm-hmm. on Oahu. But it could be that you're from Kauai, you're from Big Island or from right. Maui. Right, you could be a border. Right? Right? And, yeah, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So that's always been something interesting. Yeah. Okay, so tell me, like, when did you start getting into the modeling scene and stuff as well? Because, I mean... I guess it's kind of in the same like line of like work because if you're like a broadcaster, you kind of mm-hmm. have to have a look or you know like yeah, be put together a little bit, or right? Like, when they say pageant people, like naturally become like news reporters or weather girls, like right. type of thing. That's a good point. Um, yeah. but I got into modeling. Super funny story, but my mom actually never wanted me to model when oh. I was younger. She wanted me to focus, um, focus on school, like graduate, go to college. So I didn't really take it seriously until I moved back home, which was oh, okay. in 2019. So this is recent. Um, yeah. Very like recent. before, um, I used to do like little things here and there, but now as I'm taking it more seriously, I'm with uh, an agency called yep. Premier Models and Talent and I've been booking gigs, so it's great. Yeah. But I see you all over the place <laughs> and like editorials and stuff and I'm like, I think that's Kiana. And then I'm like looking closer, yep, that's Kiana. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, funny. I didn't really take it seriously until I moved home. Um, And in LA, because I was in school, 
I was kind of like intimidated to model up there because, you know, I'm not like 5'11". I'm not like a runway model or anything. I'm definitely more of like that commercial print look. Um, So here in Hawaii, it's, you know, easier for us to get jobs or local girls because there's so many, you know, either resorts or Toyota or. Right, 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 right. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So do you mind me asking, is your mom like from Philippines or like is she was born on Kauai kind of thing? So my grandparents are and my mom's older sisters. And then when my mom, um, not when my mom, when they moved, then my mom and her youngest sister was born on Kauai. Oh, okay. But the parents are are from Philippines. Yes. And I think they moved like when there was the whole plantation stuff oh my gosh i'm horrible at this sorry mom for listening (laughs) but (laughs) yes so they came to Kauai. like you know how i worked with um the filipinos back then they had to like petition someone to come yeah yeah. so i think it was my grandpa's sister who came to hawaii first and then like my grandparents were married in the philippines they were like in their 20s like right 2021 and then they moved here oh okay oh then maybe my my aunties were Born on Kauai. I don't know. I know a couple of them were born in the Philippines right. and they moved over. Yeah. The reason but, why I ask is because uh, it's kind of the same thing for me. Like my grandma was actually from Philippines. That's yeah. why. And so uh, they have like that uh, like mentality, you know, where they want you to work hard. And exactly. it's always like, oh, you're going to be a nurse or something, you know, totally. like an actual job job. Right. So <laughs> yeah. I can. That's why I was totally asking because I can so see. Funny. Yeah. So I can see like, OK, maybe modeling doesn't feel like a job to some Filipino mm-hmm. people. That's why. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's always what I was like thinking before in like my head where it's like they want you to have like a medical career right. or some kind of like, you know, <laughs> although my grandma about. would always be like, no, you have to go to the Philippines and you can be a superstar over there. Like, you know, the typical, like, go to the Philippines. But oh, yeah. They want you to go home. Yeah. Have you ever been? No, I, I haven't. haven't. Either. I haven't either. I really want to. So I don't know if I want to. Really? Well, I just don't well, know what I would do I want to go like the there. nicer parts. I mean, it's Manila? super pretty. Yeah. Uh, see, it's so funny because I have like all of my cousins and stuff are Filipino, right? And, you know, uh-huh. my grandma guys are from Philippines and stuff. And all of my like close friends, their parents, like their actual parents' parents are from Philippines too. So when I was oh, going wow. to the house, yeah, they were like, be talking Filipino to them. My friends can understand, but they can't speak. And so like, they're always like trying to push like, oh yeah, yeah, go Philippines and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know what you would do there. <laughs> you know? You're like, for what? <laughs> I'd only go if I, you know, had other people with me who's been. So mm. I'm like, don't have to plan. I'm just like, okay, yeah, let's go there. I don't right, know. right. I feel, well, I guess there's a lot of English speaking over there mm-hmm. too, right? So I guess that makes sense. But yeah. eh, I don't know. I've never had an inkling to go. <laughs> Do you travel a lot too or? Yeah, I mean, because before of, COVID. yeah, yeah, I did. Definitely. I love traveling. It's a little hard now with, you know, when you have a ton of things going on. So I'm just trying to like make time, like, oh, I want to take a trip. But in February, I'm actually leaving. I'm going to New York. And Ooh, then nice. I have a bachelorette party coming up. May go out of the country for it, so. Out of the country bachelorette party. We'll see, we'll see. Dang, that's bougie. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Chelsea, she's bougie. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's definitely unique. And it's funny because a lot of people want to come to Hawaii, right? Right. To like do these kinds of things. But it's like, we're already here. And this is what we do all the time. And we we want to leave. We're like, yeah, yeah, that's literally how I feel. Okay, that's cool. So um, with all of that, then, it seems like, you know, you're still trying to like um, get or I guess map out your career because it seems like you keep uh, having so many different things that you're doing. And I know, you it's driving excel, me crazy. <laughs> well, you excel at all of them though. So it's like really interesting because I wonder like, is this just kind of how your life wants to be, you know, like doing a lot of different things or would you rather focus in on one thing? I think that's the problem with me. I, I mean, it's a good and bad thing. Like, yeah, I'd love to just focus in on one thing, but I get bored so easily. Mm, I can see that. And not necessarily bored, but being content. Like I just want to do something else or I want to uh. do the next thing. Um, 
so in a way I love being busy, but at the same time I need to remember like, okay, slow down. Like it's fine. Cause you get cast um, for acting stuff too, right? Yeah, the last thing I was in um, was in Magnum P.I. I had a little speaking role. Oh, nice. And since then, I haven't had anything. But, yeah, I kind of want to take acting classes and oh. do more with that. Chad said um, he actually had to take classes. That's why for it, too. Oh, yeah. Chad's totally yeah. into, like, his whole, act- his whole acting classes stuff. But I know that's something I do want to get into. So where would you say you're, like, to, if you had to, like, prioritize or, like, sort, like, you know, your biggest goals versus, like, your things that you're pursuing the least? Mm-hmm. Would you put, like, broadcasting as your top and then followed by like, you know, like modeling and then acting and stuff like that? Or is it kind of like all at the same level? Like you'd, you'd want to like kill it in everything if you could. Oh, that's a hard one. You're right. Um, in a way, I mean, because it's, it's a consistent paycheck, right? Like mm. doing what I'm doing now with Star Advertiser. And that's kind of like my main source of income. So yeah, you would think it'd be like my main thing. But also I know that I could be good at like acting because I can speak. I can do this. Yes, you can. So in a way, like, I kind of want that to also be a priority Uh, and with modeling, but that also doesn't last forever unless you're like, you know, a famous actress or you get picked up by a movie and then boom, 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 it all happens. So I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, because I was thinking just because, you know, you have your degree, that's why, right, in broadcasting. So I figured, okay, maybe that's like your number one priority, but eh, I I can definitely see. And at the same time, it's like, but I also like to do other things too. Yeah, exactly. Since you wanted to do modeling before and then, you know, in 2019, you finally got the chance to and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm actually good at this, you know, and I'm all over the place. (laughs) I know. (laughs) What does your mom think of it now? Oh, my mom loves it. I think. Oh, really? I think when we when I was in high school, I just you know I boarded, so I wasn't with my mom all the time. I was on Oahu, she was on Kauai. I think she just pressed like education, like make sure you go to college. And I think that comes from my mom also being a single mother. My parents mm. are divorced, or when I was really young, so my mom was my brother and I, our main sole provider. Oh. And I, she just wanted us to do better than what she did for us when we were younger, right? Um, and not struggle as much. So I think that's where it all came from oh okay but, i see oh she's so stoked now if anything i'm like mom i have this and she's like yay oh okay awesome <laughs> yeah, well, yeah that's that's really good to hear because yeah you know i, I come from a divorce family and stuff mm-hmm. as well too and i feel like well for me it was uh my parents got divorced i think when i was like 12 so it was a little oh, bit a little later older, in life. Yeah. yeah exactly but i i from what i know you know like being from a single parent mm-hmm. kind of household and stuff that drive kind of like especially if it's like the same uh gender parent you know right. seeing your mom like you know work really really hard yes. and that's just the nature of how filipinos operate and right. stuff too i can kind of see like how that played into who you are today because mm-hmm. you are doing all these different things you know and you're not scared of doing hard work which mm-hmm. you know it, it's paying off it seems yeah. like so that's cool to see that the roots yeah. you know kind of come through over there totally yeah. and it's and it's weird because you know i was very young when my mom and dad weren't together um But growing up, like, you know, I was always like either traveling to see my dad. We had a really great relationship growing up. So it's not like I didn't see on Maui. Oh, okay. So his family's on Oahu, but we'd go with my dad got remarried, but we'd go with his family and then back to Kauai. They moved to the mainland for a little bit. So my brother and I would go up there for the summers. So I was always kind of used to like bouncing around. Mm, Right, right, right. Um, And then, yeah, like you said, because of my mom, like working super hard and making sure that we're set up like later on in life. That's awesome. Yeah. So, do you mind me asking, like, how old is your brother then? So, my brother's 22. Is he kind of doing the same thing, too, as you? Like, just all over the place? So, my brother, ironically, is the complete opposite of me. But he's so talented. He's very quiet. Um, His name is Keola. Shout out to Keola. (laughs) Shout out to Keola. We are super close, but he is super talented in graphic design. So, he actually goes to a private art school in Oregon, in Portland. Oh, wow. And... um. 
right now he's interning for Manaola. He came back home because of COVID. Now he's on Kauai, like doing school and working wow. from home type of thing. So yeah, that's definitely because I yeah. was trying to see if like you know it, it's a kind of same trajectory, but that's completely different. Yeah, you know? so different. He's oh, okay. So different from mine. So it's like he's you're so like he's probably the introverted one and you're the extroverted one. Then. Yeah, but weirdly, my mom isn't that like out there also, but mm. in a way she is. So mm. I don't know. I think it's for my dad, maybe. Maybe. Where yeah. I get very like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's it's it really shows like how well-spoken and stuff you are. So I don't know if this is like a talent that just develops like over time or, you know, it's something you have to actually work at. But whenever I listen to like people like you or, you know, chat speak, I'm just always like, how the heck do these guys do it? You know, like because <laughs> for me, I'm very like introverted. And so when I had the YouTube thing come up, right, like I kind of hated it in the beginning because. But you're so successful on it. <laughs> well, thank you. But it, it was like all by accident and stuff. And really? I honestly, yeah. And I really just don't. I think I've told people this before, so I don't mind bringing it up on air, but I just really don't like doing the video stuff. Like for me, really? yeah, because wow. I was always that kid, like, you know, at Equi High, like I was the person like when we had like group presentations or like, you know, presentations for anything and had to stand up in front of the class, I would call in sick that day. No Cause, way. Yeah, because I don't just don't like, I feel like I don't have a good speaking voice. I feel like I just get nervous too much and I'm just not good in front of like crowds and stuff. No, and I could not see that at all. I would not think that. I, I still feel like that's who I am like internally. Wow. And yeah, so when the YouTube thing happened, you know, I, it's interesting because I can do it from home. So it was kind of like easier in that sense. And mm -hmm. it's not like you, you know, where you're like newscasting. If, if you feel like you're like live in front of a lot of different people, mm -hmm. right? YouTube, you can actually edit your own stuff, you know, and yeah. you can control like what people see and what people don't see. Whereas for your end, it's like the producers do that. So you don't know what's going to come yeah. up. You know, you just <laughs> it, you're just doing it. You know, you're exactly. out there. So um, for me, that was helpful a little bit because then I could have some control over, you know, like, OK, this sounded weird. You know, I want to cut this out and stuff. Um but even after like, you know, five years of doing this, four or five years of doing this now, I still don't really feel comfortable. Like as soon as I hit record, I'm just like, damn, I feel awkward. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I can never guess. You seem natural like when you're talking. If anything, I, well, you have a nice it. voice to listen to. So. Well, I appreciate that very much. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's nice because a lot of people like, you know, are encouraging and stuff of that too. And, you mm -hmm. know, they're supportive. And I get like a lot of people from Hawaii, like, you know, saying, oh, it's cool to see Hawaii kids doing YouTube stuff, you know, and being successful at it. Um, but for me, it's just something that I've never been like, I, I don't feel like 100% myself, you know, on there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this kind of thing I feel a lot better about because, you know, I can just kind of be more personal with people. Mm -hmm. And my background, actually, when I went to school for is uh, counseling. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I got a degree in psychology as my undergrad. And then my graduate degree was in counseling. So, yeah. So that's why I like the one-on-one -on -one interpersonal. I can totally see that. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So that's that. my actual passion, right? I like helping people. I like talking to people and communicating, but like on a one-on-one -on -one session, you know, yeah. where I'm trying to like, I, I've never thought of myself as like a personality trying to get like, you know, famous or try to talk to as many right. people as possible. One-on-one -on -one is my favorite thing to do. But you so. see how crazy that is? It's like, you're not actually a counselor at a school, mm -hmm. but you're still technically like counseling in a way or just talking story with exactly. the whole one-on-one thing. So. Exactly, exactly. Or creating videos and like it kind of just all falls right. under the same thing. And it's also funny because the content that I do write is like all sneaker content. And for me, I was like never into sneakers growing up just because we come from like a not super well-off family, right? So we couldn't afford the most expensive things. And then also when you think about Kauai. You don't really was, dress up. No, <laughs> you wear slippers yeah. every day. And there yes. was like literally one footlocker on the whole island <laughs> at one point and that's gone. So like it's just like one famous footwear store now yeah. and that's it. So nobody really cared. Nobody mm -hmm. even knew like what was popular and what wasn't. It's just that's a small island mentality i and guess that was where it's just like, the lifestyle yeah right exactly where maybe on oahu you know people actually care like oh those are jordans or you know those are yeezys but on Kauai, it was just like 
you're fine wearing a pair of local slippers. Yeah, <laughs> you know? totally. So, yeah, so that was another thing where I was just like, oh, this is so weird. Like, I, I have a passion for it now. I like the culture and stuff behind it, but it was just something that was not part of, like, who I was in the beginning either. Wow. Yeah, so I stumbled a lot more into, like, what I did rather than, you know, you had a clear-cut goal of what you wanted to do and pursue it. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. cool, though. I love hearing different people's journeys and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, thinking they want to do one thing or somehow end up doing something else and then they're killing like killing it yeah and so now you know that i have some kind of like a modicum of success with it and stuff my biggest thing is i'm trying to show people like there are alternative careers out there and there's opportunities for Mm -hmm. like people so whenever i have like uh, the opportunity to speak at like mililani high school or you know yni high school which i've done a couple times um that's my favorite thing because people are like you have to go to college you know you're not successful unless you go to college and Mm -hmm. stuff and you know i i have a I attribute some of my success to college and the stuff that I learned there. But ultimately, like, I got that degree. I spent Mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars for it. And I don't even use it now. Yeah. You know, because I stumbled into something different that actually paid, like, a lot more money. So Mm -hmm. I try to, like, showcase those alternative careers, especially to people on Kauai. Because, like we said, you know, it seems like options are more limited. But really, anybody can be on YouTube or anybody can be on social media now. Right? And the crazy thing, too, is that even if you do have an agree, ironically, when you apply for jobs, they don't even look at that. Right. It's more about, like, who you know, the timing, the connections. Like, if anything, I went to college to create all of those connections and like have those lifelong friendships. But yeah, the because, degree wise, it's like, it's crazy. It's right. just America. Right. And because yeah. like the star advertiser thing, uh, it felt kind of fell into your lap because, yeah. you know, you just have a good interpersonal like sense about you, you know, you speak well and stuff and maybe they're like, okay, she has the degree for it. But I don't think that was like the number one selling point for them oh, yeah, hiring no. you. Right. Yeah. No, it yeah. was more so of just like, you know, talking story with me and like, they told me what their idea was. And then I kind of told them, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It was just. Yeah. It basically fell into my lap. Which That's I'm awesome, super though. For, but. Yeah. But it, well, so I always like to believe. You know, like people say, I'm super lucky for it. But um, I'm under the impression that you know, luck is when uh, hard work and preparation totally. meet opportunity. Right. Yeah. So. That's always like be prepared and, you know, the opportunities will arise. Right. Yeah. And never yeah. just actually like give up on yeah, your exactly. dreams because it could just happen one day. Right. Exactly. And I mean, it's working out really well for you. And (laughs) your career is like really interesting, too, because since you're like on, uh, you know, doing the social media show and stuff, do you actually need to go into the office or you do it all at home? Right. I think. Yes and no. Um, That's why I'm so lucky to work with them, because I don't have a normal like reporting job where Mm. I have to be in an office like 8 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Like and there's no way I could do that. There's no way I would want to be in an office. Um. I'm just super lucky that I get to work remotely. If I want to go into the office, I have a set there and can film. So oh, that's wow. I'm going to go right after this. Oh, um, cool. I have stuff at home to film. Um, it's just, it, yeah, it's so nice. It's so nice. And that's probably because I was just thinking about it. I was like, yeah, if you had like a full like eight to nine to five job or whatever it may be, there would be no time for you to go to casting calls or auditions oh, or yeah, something, no. right? And that's something that I told them prior to me even getting this whole gig or becoming full-time with Star Advertiser is that I really need, like, the flexibility. Like, Mm. I kind of told them what I wanted. But, of course, like, I would do, like, my part and work extremely hard. But at the same time, I I rely heavily on my other stuff as for income or just to keep me sane because I could not sit at a desk for that long. <laughs> right. Um, and they respect that and vice versa. So I'm the exact same way. Yeah. So when I was doing counseling for a little bit, uh, like after I you know, graduated and stuff, I was doing that for, I think, three years full time. And it was behind a desk. 
thankfully I used to get be able to go out into the field and like mm-hmm. actually talk to students and stuff too, which was nice. Um, but just the desk stuff, I can't do it. But didn't you like that more? Like when you actually had so much to, like, more. Leave. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like you're like uh, you have like so much more like motivation and stuff, exactly. and it makes you work harder. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like where we're going. Like you know, because of this COVID stuff happening. Uh, people are realizing you can work remotely and you mm-hmm. can get like actually more work done. I think yeah. when you're like in an environment that you like, or you yeah. know, you don't need to be stressed out sitting in an office. You can do what you need to do at home. Yeah. It, it seems like it's like the best thing to do. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There's some days where I'm like, wow, okay, I'm at home, and it's so easy to just like be lazy at home. I've which ne- that's why I'm like, okay, I need to leave home, work somewhere else, and come back. But so super lucky dude i've never i don't think you're ever lazy in your life whenever i see you on social media that's why because you're like if you're not like doing like you know a shoot or you're not doing your news reports or not doing your podcast you're like working out like all the time i'm like okay (laughs) you know she's doing this too i like working out yeah yeah exactly so So i'm like there's no time at all for you to be lazy it seems like you're always doing something yeah yeah (laughs) if anything lazy is like 8 p.m and i'm like well i'm tired but (laughs) oh my gosh but there are some days like if i have a like a day to myself on the weekend like I don't have to put makeup on like I just love those days I don't have to put makeup Aww. on I don't have to drive anywhere I don't have to see anybody it's those so must be great. super rare for you that's why right yeah so it's yeah. so nice to have like those days off okay that's so. awesome to hear well I'm really happy you know that you ended up finding this position that you really love and you know you're enjoying yeah. it and stuff and it's cool that they're so like supportive of you and one of the things that I give them credit for is Star Advertiser for people that are listening like in the mainland or something, they're they're originally a newspaper company, Mm -hmm. right? So they were in print media um, and that was what they were primarily doing. I think they had maybe some, there's no TV segments at all or did they do TV? No, 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 no. no. It was just, it used to be Star Bulletin. Right. And then then it went to Star Advertiser and then they have Midweek. So it's the- Right, right. But it's all print then. All print. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for a lot of people now, they realize like print media is like, it's- Still very important to certain people, like certain demographics and stuff. But because so many people are on like social medias and stuff now, and that's where all the eyes are, mm-hmm. it was cool to see them say, hey, you know what? Let's pivot and try to do like these news reports with you as the yeah. head of that. Mm-hmm. So when you have stories and stuff, you know, that's is that stuff like you have to do like immediately? Like when it's a breaking news report, you have to be like, OK, Keanu, you know, uh, we got a breaking news report. You got to <laughs> film this right now. Is that how it works? Or I think down the line, that's something that they want to do, but oh, okay. which is why I'm super fortunate because they're advertiser has been around forever yes they also have editors and writers that have been around forever and you know write the scripts for me or do the research um in that way if someone comes up to me or like you know gives me a like a press release for something then i can just pass it on to them but other Mm. than that no not right now no i don't have to do like the whole breaking news thing Ah. um it's so interesting because when i think about it then because it is all print um and you know like we said they've been established for so long uh, it's kind of crazy because they never had like a face of Star Advertiser. Yeah, no. And you know, you realize you probably become that face of like their entire company, <laughs> right? Like this very like long running company, and now it's like, oh, Kiana is like synonymous with Star Advertiser, I know, which is it's pretty so cool. Crazy, it's right? so cool. I know. I think about it all the time, and I think, well, it's been over a year now. Oh, you've been doing it for a year? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It didn't seem like that. Long. Yeah, August twenty twenty. So a little oh, wow, over a year. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, it, it was just so cool and it happened within weeks like I was in the newspaper they came out with this thing and then I have a business card <laughs> like now I have a work phone and a work laptop it's it's so cool but and it's only yeah. getting better I feel like you know mm-hmm. they're just continuing to like improve on it because this if that's only been like a year that means that it was like their first year ever doing anything on like you know mm-hmm. with people like actually like not in print yeah right 
exactly. So that's so insane. They took a really big chance on you then. Yeah, you know? they did. But you performed, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm super thankful for. Um, right. Yeah, it's super cool. It's super cool to think about. And if you, you know, in, in LA, I, LA Times had their own, you know how NPR, like they have their own like podcasts and stuff. Right. I just think Hawaii didn't have it, especially for their print. So mm. that was something that they needed to do, I think. So is the Running It Back podcast, is that through Star Advertiser as well? Yes and no. Oh. So Star Advertiser is owned by Oahu Publications, which is this huge um, publication company okay. here in Hawaii that owns like Midweek. Star Advertiser, a couple other things, um, but the podcasts are actually under a production company that's under Star Advertiser and Oahu Publications. Oh my god! So, so they're confusing. all like family, yeah, <laughs> okay. and they have like they share the same sponsors and um, yeah. It's a I'm still trying to learn about it, but I know it falls under one oh, umbrella, one okay. big umbrella. Okay. But so the podcasts are new to them as well then? Totally new. All the podcasts that they have out are very new. Okay. How many? How much do they have out? Is it just because I only um, know Running It Back. There's Running It Back. Um, there's Wine And. I don't know if you know Moani Hara, but she's on that one. Yeah, yeah. We work with Moani. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wine And is a podcast. There's Culture. Oh, that's through them as well? Yeah, that's through them oh, as well. Okay. You know, Culturize. one of the co-hosts on that show is uh, from Kauai as well. Really? Who? Yeah, Chris. Wait, the, the wine, wine connoisseur yeah. person? He's from Kauai. Oh, no way. Yeah, it's funny because I used to... I did when, not know that. Yeah, when I went to uh, uh, college over here at UH, I was working at Intramural Sports for a while. Yeah. And he was one of the workers over there as well. And then I come to find out he's from Kauai too. And then I was like, oh, so that's funny. the guy from, you know, uh, See, college all of these successful yeah. people from Kauai. Yeah, okay. shout out. So cool. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Doing it big. Um, yeah. yeah, there's so many. Art of Beer. I don't know if you heard of that no, it, podcast, but... That's cool that they let them drink alcohol and stuff on the podcast. Right? So, yeah. And like... Why can't we have alcohol on our running it back then? It's so funny. I guess it doesn't oh, really match Micah. as well. Yeah, Micah. <laughs> it's so funny because everybody knows Micah. <laughs> he, he, he always walks past in the chat or, or whoever it may be is like, oh, stop, Micah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh That's my goodness, classic. every time. It's just, well, it, it's so funny because I guess when you're in this industry or, you know, like this entertainment stuff, you kind of see the same people like rotating around. Mm -hmm. So you kind of just gain friendships and stuff through yeah, that, which totally. is, I think, pretty dope, you know? Yeah. And that's why I really like the High Connect thing because... Well, exactly. I was just going to say, I yeah. love your company because in a way, I know each and every one of mm -hmm. the people who are a part of it, but at the same time, don't. But it's right. just familiar like familiar faces. Like either they were my friends from before. Right, right, but right. It's just so cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what I really love about it too. Because as I mentioned, you know, my whole thing was I don't want to do like the YouTube thing forever just because I don't feel comfortable there. But my comfort comes from, you know, helping people and like connecting people, which is why we started this company. Yeah. And the social media scene in Hawaii is actually very, very good. Like people don't realize like we have like a lot, a lot of talent here. And uh, that's what I wanted to emphasize and stuff. And, you know, get these connections going, uh, help people jumpstart their careers and like really try to bridge the gap between like being like a local celebrity and taking that to like the next level. Yeah. Because one of the things that I found is that people like have a misconception where if you're popular in Hawaii, you can like be popular anywhere, but that's not the case at all. Oh yeah. Yeah. You have to really like understand your audience. So if you're like, you know, content driven and it's all like Hawaii based kind of things or Hawaii kind of comedy only other people aren't going to get that. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I kind of like learned, um, you know, from the YouTube side, my audience is like all over the place. They're like in Australia, um, they're in the mainland, they're in Europe, uh, Asia. And so my content, even though I'm like called Untied Hawaii on YouTube, 
that's the only like affiliation to Hawaii that I show or that I like vocalize about, you know? So people know it's a, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because I I thought from the very beginning, like, I don't want to like pigeonhole myself because Mm -hmm. if you only focus on Hawaii, we have like what, a million people here roughly, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's going to be the max audience you're going to have. Whereas in the world, there's 8 billion, you know, (laughs) so don't limit yourself to anything. So I've been trying to like show that to people and like for the people that are taking social media seriously, I'm like, you got to go broad. So, you know, I, I was talking to Chad and stuff like, Chad is like a super local like celebrity here, right? right? And everybody mm-hmm. knows his name over here, which is great. But I'm like, dude, you have such a great speaking voice. Like you should be like a motivational speaker, like, you know, for everybody, you yeah. know, and just don't limit yourself to Hawaii because I think what you can provide to people transcends just the islands, you know, mm-hmm. it's good to have a base here. And I love everybody, you know, from Hawaii that like watches my show and they support me and stuff and they say what's up when we're out and about. Um, but I didn't have like a specific focus of I only want to make content for Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I'm trying to like show people and stuff as well and high connect. But I don't know. I just We're really... going to have to talk after this then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I, no, it's totally true. It's yeah. totally true. Yeah. And that's what I love doing, though, is just like helping people and like seeing like the other side of things, too. And like for a lot of people, too, they're like, OK, I want to get really big on Instagram, you know, or like really big on these social medias. And I'm like, that's not the way you should go. You know, mm-hmm. YouTube actually has the most funding. They have the most sponsors. They have the most eyes. Um, and so when I show them like projections of like, okay, if you have a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and you have 5,000 followers on uh, YouTube, but you're getting this amount of views, the amount of money that you're making is the same. So it's mm-hmm. like, where do you want to put your effort into? Right. And if you like video, this is the way to go. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to show all of this stuff. And that's, what's been, you know, I, that's why I really like this podcast because yeah. I get to meet people and, you know, um, kind of show them the background of that and kind of like spur them on to like get more motivated and try to like do different things. So I love that. Yeah, it's really cool. So we have a lot of aspirations and stuff, but this is like my favorite thing to do. I mm-hmm. love talking to like people that, you know, have done really big things, not only on like social media like yourself, but things outside of social media mm-hmm. because your social media is not something that you like put a lot of effort into. I don't feel like. Yes and no. Yeah, it's kind of. It's kind, it's kind of a lot of work if I really wanted to take it seriously yeah. or Instagram for that for that matter. Yeah, it's a but, lot of work. But you grew it like super organically. Yeah, it's just from I would doing say I'm more of stuff. like yeah. an organic type of way. Like if I'm just posting like whatever I'm doing in the moment or mm-hmm. wherever I'm at, whatever's on my mind. I'm not really that strategic at all when it comes <laughs> to my, in my Instagram. But like you said, like even with YouTube, I totally thought about that um, while I was unemployed, mm. um, which kind of like veered off to me like creating this website like a website blog I saw your website it's really really nice yeah life with Kiki right mm -hmm. yeah so I thought that that's what I wanted to do well I mean it's something I still want to do but with everything else I'm like oh my gosh um but yeah totally like what you're just saying like just doing more and something else and taking that next step to like Right. Do more. Right. And that's one of the beautiful things about like podcasting and stuff and why I like this, because most of our creators uh, in Hawaii, like they only focus on the Instagram side and Mm -hmm. Instagram is a social media designed for pictures. So Mm -hmm. you never get to hear like a person's personality through pictures. You Mm -hmm. know, you see them. okay, they're having fun and stuff, but they're not talking. So they're not verbalizing their thoughts. You don't know how well spoken they are. Thankfully, you know, we know who you are because, you know, you do the star advertiser stuff. So you're speaking a lot. Mm -hmm. But for other people, they could be on Instagram and they never speak at all so opportunities like this i like really getting like into the nitty-gritty with people and showing like okay this person is very well spoken they're very articulate they can do different kinds of stuff um and that's why i'm always like why are you on instagram if you can speak so well you know (laughs) go go do a podcast go do youtube or something i know Uh, i should i should just start a youtube channel i think you would be really good at that for sure (laughs) because i think you're like 
you're obviously very beautiful, right? And you got the modeling stuff and going for you, but you're so articulate and so well spoken, and you're so Weirdly, comfortable. I'm like life. so shy. Like you were no. saying, I feel like if I were to do like my own YouTube channel, I'd be like so shy. I don't know what I it don't is. Know. I, don't I don't know. Think I'm scared. So. No, because it's it's interesting because that's a skill that like uh, you can't really teach people. I feel like like this uh, interpersonal connections and you're just speaking. And one thing that people can't see because we're not, you know, videoing and stuff right now, but you're maintaining really good eye contact and stuff. Oh, this really? is, oh yeah, this is perfect. You know, like that's all stuff that people care about. And it's stuff that doesn't come across on Instagram because mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, one snapshot, you know, yeah, okay, that's totally. it. But it doesn't show like your mind, you know, your ability to speak, your topics and like thoughts on certain things, issues. Um, so that's what I really like about like spoken video and stuff like that. Yeah. It shows a lot more. Um, so that's why I tried to like, you know, spur Kyla and these other people to get into the YouTube side. So I, I do hope you do it and we can talk off camera about yeah, it and stuff totally. too, but that's definitely a route that I hope everybody does because people don't realize like you don't need to have like a super massive following to make a ridiculous amount of money on YouTube. Just that's it's crazy. Yes. Yeah, so I just actually saw this right. TikTok recently. It was like this content creator was, and he was like, if you have a phone, you need to be making content because that's where people are paying billions of dollars and all this kind of stuff. It's true. I was like, whoa. Yeah, (laughs) he was like, I know. He was like, you know, it was like TikTok people. He was like verified on TikTok, but he's like, if you have a phone, yeah. Well, crazy. It it is, and it's a misconception because I think for a lot of like the people like in the modeling agency, and you can probably attest to this. It's like you have to go through like this really, really long day of getting ready. You know, makeup on, going to your shoot, having the cameras Mm -hmm. and stuff set up, taking millions of pictures, and then having them like edit the pictures and stuff to like look perfect at the end. That takes a long process. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have your camera, you can just click record and you're you're going already, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the beauty of that. So I think uh, people don't realize like just doing that has so much effect on people. And that's what people like crave, you know, is organic content. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen so much like saturated content with like, it's so edited and like filtered and stuff that people are like really just wanting genuine people. So mm-hmm. that's why when you're seeing like the, I don't know if you know who Kirsten Titus is, but she's a she's a Instagram person and TikTok person, but she's just really herself. She's yeah. like a goofy girl. Yeah. <laughs> and people love that. And yeah, so totally. many people are following her. Yeah. And she doesn't do like high resolution pictures on modeling or, you know, doing all this crazy stuff. She's just being herself. Mm-hmm. And people really gravitate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you done the TikTok scene as well? Or no? I think when I we were on lockdown, remember when TikTok like blew up in the yeah, yeah. in the first couple of months when everyone was like at home um yeah i was on tiktok and then after i kind of just i'm now the person just watching tiktok and swiping <laughs> and literally on my phone until i fall asleep i'm like whoa i've been on tiktok for like an hour like i've never i don't have an account really yeah i don't have an account i think you need one no. No, <laughs> it's so weird because the 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 crazy or not craziness but like what people do it, like you're not you're not the only one like there are other people out there who are doing crazy things or right. like, you know, it's just funny. Is that what you're like, watching relatable. then? Like is the comedy kind of TikToks or? Comedy or just like, you know, not skits, but you know, when it, it plays like a certain song and then they have like the text on the video and oh, you're right, like, right, oh right. my gosh, like I do that too. Or it's like either like about their boyfriend or girlfriend, like right, when right. your boyfriend does this, it's just funny. And see, just like I, the trends. Yeah. See, I can't get behind it because for me, I've always liked the longer form content because again, TikTok is like, I, what is it? 15 seconds, 30 seconds. It's now short they have um, this thing where you can film up to three minutes. Whoa. That's so that's long. why like even, oh, well, for me, like I think just being a girl, like makeup tutorials, like I love when people talk about makeup Yeah. Um, just because I like makeup. It's yeah, weird. Yeah. I'm not a makeup artist, but I love to see like how it looks on other people. The blending and all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah or yeah, just yeah. like 
people who are giving super like honest reviews about a certain product right. um that or like eating or like weirdly like recipes i love looking at food stuff uh, like yeah, you know yeah. when they make their food and it's kind of <laughs> like an asmr they're like cooking and whatever it is i don't know it's so weird but interesting yeah. so like yeah a guilty I'm, pleasure i think when i go on tiktok and like i feel like i'm too old for it i'm 30 now i'm like i, I feel like tiktok is a young person's game so no, i'm just like there's so many people on tiktok really? yeah, i feel like i'm telling you like go on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> no, no. um I don't know. It's cool. Okay. Well, you I'm not admit. on it though. Like creating videos. Okay. Just watching. Although I should consuming. because yeah, I do have people like hitting me up like, oh, can we do, you know, like collabs and whatever. But right. I'm like, oh, it takes so much time. Like I feel like people like put so much effort into their TikToks. I'm oh, like, really? I can't. Oh, I thought, see, that's the opposite of what I thought. I thought it was just people like, you know, doing things really, really fast and like the edits are super like basic and all of this and it doesn't take a lot of work, but I, Maybe again, yes I don't or no. Watch it, I don't so know. I don't you know how some people like can edit their videos off the app and then they right. like transfer they back, transfer on, back on. So yeah, I don't know. I'm never gonna get into it. I'm <laughs> too old. <laughs> I'm just like, and also I, I was uh, mentioning this on a different podcast, but my name was stolen on TikTok, so I can't even what? use. Yeah, somebody, someone has your name. That's yeah, weird. Well, see, that's what happens when you like are like more known globally. Uh, people yeah, will, you have like, a ton squat. of followers. Uh, yeah, followers so you would, people squat on your like your uh, on your names and stuff. So Crazy. yeah, so somebody has Untied Hawaii on TikTok. Shout out to whoever that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because before Can you give me the name, please. No, I'm just <laughs> before they were just reposting my videos from YouTube and stuff, and then after they're like just doing these weird random videos. So I'm like in my head, like I hope nobody thinks this is actually me, right? Because that's that's not me. So <laughs> we'll see. Whatever. It, it's just one of those things that I was like, well, that's another reason why I don't want to be on it because you just <laughs> you don't want to see like what. They're well that and it's just what would my name be you know like people aren't I gonna know. find me on there uh, yeah you can't, like or it could be your real name That's your actual true. name That's and then true. you can tie it to your instagram i don't know <sighs> i'm just too old for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> people always ask like i get in the comments all the time on youtube like oh what's your tiktok i'm gonna follow you i'm like no nah, i'm not <laughs> you're like that. i'm not on it i don't yeah. well i just uh, yeah for whatever reason like I, social media you know it's, it's like our my job now i'm supposed to know everything about the social media scene but tiktok is just one that i've never been like I feel like it's a gross social media because for people that don't know, TikTok, you know, it's a Chinese company, right? Mm -hmm. So they do things a lot different than how American companies run, like, you know, the Facebooks, Instagrams, uh, YouTubes of the world. And one of the things that a lot of people don't know, but they should know, is that TikTok... Uh, they kind of like manipulate people at the beginning when you first make your account. Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but uh, yeah, Wait, a lot of know. what happens is they let people go viral at the very beginning when they first make their account. So, oh. but it's fake viral. So there's a lot of like YouTube videos documenting this kind of stuff uh, where, okay, you post your first couple of videos, it starts to get like thousands of views and you have no followers at that point. So like, how are people finding you? Right. Yeah. So then your followers go up, your views are up and you're like thinking in your head, like, oh shoot, I'm going viral, you know? So that makes you want to post more videos beyond the uh, platform a lot more, but it's actually just TikTok pumping bots into your account to give the sense of virality. <sighs> Crazy. Yeah, so so that's why sometimes I you'll could see, see that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and then sometimes you'll see it like there'll be like 2.5 million video or views on one video, and then the next video has like 500, like stuff like that. It's like there there's so many like different things going on in the background where they're like promoting certain things they want to promote and then not promoting other things. So it, it's really like I thought it was just very manipulative, and you can like there's so much data and stuff on this, but yeah, that's how it was before. I don't know if they're still doing it now, but when they first came to market, that's what was happening. Is like you would blow up, and everybody was blowing up, and it's like that oh, makes I'm, sense because yeah, I made famous. like those first couple of videos like during lockdown, like I gained so many followers right? from it within 
hours or like you post something See? and yeah. And but then now you grind on it. your Instagram and it takes forever to get the same amount right. of traction, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But that's why I stopped posting it. And then of course, like with my job and everything, I was doing a little bit of dances. I was supposed to We gotta go find so this like, archive, 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 archive. Um, <laughs> But no, good memories. <laughs> well, you're actually a dancer at heart too, right? You're a yeah. Hula Tahitian dancer. So mm-hmm. do you do that as like a job job too? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I dance for Tihati Productions. I okay. dance at the Luau Show at the Royal Hawaiian. So I started dancing professionally or for Tihati when I was in high school. And it was kind wow. of like my summer job. Uh-huh. Um, or when I, every time I would come home from the mainland, I just, it's called like, just jump on the show and uh-huh. you know the numbers by heart. I don't know. I think it's just a dancer thing. But yeah, you just perform. And so the show is Monday and Thursday nights and I do that. Every week. Yeah. Wow. That's well, another if, thing. Like if, what? If, I, if I can, if I can. Uh, I Sometimes see. I give away my shifts, but So yeah. wait, so did you start when you were in high school? Like, or did you start dancing when you were way younger? Oh, I start. No, I started dancing when I was five or six. Oh, very wow. young. Okay. Yeah. So you like the halau. Um, on Kauai. On Kauai. Oh, okay. Um, and then while I was at Kamehameha, yes. And then, you know, it was always another one of my dreams to be a part of Merry Monarch, like compete at the Merry Monarch Festival that they have on the Big Island. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't. Because, uh, you know, you have to be invited and you to, your kumu has to choose yes, which exactly. dancers they right. want. Um, but I actually haven't been a part of a halal for so long. So So you're just doing this like all you just because you remembered all the like numbers and stuff, you can still do it now. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, you yeah, you learn the numbers for whichever show you're dancing for and then so it's like you train for it and then they put you on to the line and then that's it and then you just dance. Interesting. And then naturally like just girls if you're a performer you just know formations or you know like counts and you just know how to walk on the stage, walk off the stage. Yeah. So are you Hawaiian then? You have to be because you went to Kamehameha, yes, right? Yes. Do you mind me asking what percent you are? Um, I am one sixteenth. So I am That's kind of a lot. <laughs> A lot, but a little. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so my mom's full Filipino, so I'm half. And then my dad's Hawaiian, Portuguese, Italian, Spanish. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So there is like a part of you that just like, I guess, craves like, you know, that culture, right? Yeah. In Hawaii, in, uh, you know, the uh, hula and Tahitian mm-hmm. dancing and all of this stuff. That's See, this is another thing too where I, whenever I ask people like, you know, how much Hawaiian you are mm-hmm. and stuff, it, it makes me kind of sad because eventually like there's going to be no such thing as like a full. full Hawaiian. Yeah. yeah. And, I think it was like my great, great grandpa was, that was the full. fool right uh-huh and then he married my great great grandpa married the spanish lady right and or spanish portuguese yeah no right. then that must have been my dad's side yeah it gets it gets a little crazy and so that's why even on like 116th i'm like that's kind of a lot you know because even now it's just like rare to find anybody that has like you know hawaii blood in them and mm-hmm. it's just it, that's one of the hard things that people don't realize of like living in hawaii and like seeing like i guess your culture kind of like slowly fade mm-hmm. away um, you know, the language, it's not very spoken, like often mm-hmm. and stuff. And one of the things actually, I don't know how I saw this, but I, it might've been a news report, but somebody on TikTok, a local guy, he does all of his TikToks in Hawaiian. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he gained a pretty big following because he's speaking Hawaiian in like every wow, video. I yeah. Seen. Yeah. So I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know? That is cool. Yeah. Cause you know, you really want to keep that alive and stuff. And yeah. that's why it's the same thing with like hula and Tahitian, you know, you're dancing at luau's and stuff. You're kind of keeping that culture alive mm-hmm. by doing that, you know. And, and it just makes me feel good, like right. feel good at the end of the day, just because I'm not part of a halal or anything. But the company that I do dance for has been around for 50 plus years, and mm. they're super family oriented. Um, I had family members who dance when they were my age, and now they're 
you know, older, like my aunties, my cousin. In that um, same in that same yeah, group? Really? Yeah, Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but they have luau shows everywhere on Kauai, here. They have uh. five or six shows at Oleni, Hilton. Wow, okay. They used to have one at the Princess Kiyoleni, and then they have on Maui and Big Island. But they've been around forever, so. But you only dance at the... Um, Royal Hawaiian. Hawaiian, yeah. Oh, That's the okay. only one I, I got trained for. Or like, oh, when so I first moved home, I learned that show and then I started dancing. But when I was going back and forth, I learned the show at the Hyatt on Kauai. Oh, so I would okay. dance at home on Kauai. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's yeah. good. Yeah, so it's cool. Okay, so I didn't think about that. So every show is different then. Like mm-hmm. you have to learn a different like routine or something. Some numbers are the same, so they could use the same song, but each show or luau show has a different story. Oh. So at the Royal Hawaiian, um, they show more of the the Hawaiian monarchy or how it was back then and the different oh. eras of dancing or of hula. So it was like the 60s to like the 70s. And then um, they introduced like the princesses and the queens. Yeah. So Interesting. It's cool. Interesting. And the Aulani, they do more of like a canoe, kava'a type of thing where they talk about the voyagers coming to... Hawaii, like the Polynesian Voyagers, I think they had something to do with Disney over oh, there. I but see. yeah, each show has its own did theme. I, did, okay, so kind of off a tangent, but we brought up Aulani. I, did I see something on your website that you used to work at Aulani as well? Yeah. <laughs> so I used to work at Aulani, but before Were you that, a Disney princess? Yeah, I worked at <laughs> I worked at Disneyland, yes. Wait, you worked at Disneyland too? Yeah, no, that's how my whole Disney career started. A whole nother thing. What the heck? You've done like everything. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> um yeah, when Moana came out in twenty sixteen, they were looking for, you know, Polynesian girls uh-huh. who are like five three, five six, athletic builds. Yeah. <laughs> so I totally went to the audition for fun and I had girlfriends, um, in the mainland who had friends prior that like either auditioned to be a Disney princess or like were at that time. And so they're like, Kiana, you should do it. Like the worst thing that's going to happen. They're going to say no. Right. I was there for six hours and there were six of us at the end of like each round. Oh my God. It was so long. But wait, wait. Okay. So six hours of doing what? Like pretending that you're Moana? No. So because Moana, the movie didn't come out yet, Uh there was no script. So we had to read Tinkerbell because she kind of had the same like, spark in her like okay. adventurous like interesting kind of sassy in a way i don't know but um the first couple rounds you just walk into these rooms and you have like the casting um you had casting just telling you like okay step forward like whatever your number was they tell you to step forward and then they they are they tell you like to go in a different room they're like okay we're sorry like this is the last of the round it was really weird but oh, i made okay. it all the way to yeah. the end and we were there for hours, and then the last six of us actually got to read a Tinkerbell script, and then they chose two of us to mm-hmm. open up Moana at the park. So I was one of the two wow. to be Moana when it first came out. So it was That's super cool. Crazy. Got to watch a movie at Walt Disney Studios. Um, That's like, crazy. Before the movie came out. Yeah, it was super fun. So you're just standing in Disneyland for hours pretending to be Moana, just hanging out with kids, taking pictures and stuff? Yeah, <laughs> yeah signing autographs, like... Being Moana, um, and signing the, autographs, so you're signing it as Moana. Yeah, have you been to Disney? I mean, you've been to Disneyland, right? I've never got an autograph from one of the really? characters. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. Like, all the kids, they get their little autograph book, and you stand in line to take oh, a photo with the with the face character, yeah. and you're talking story to them. We literally get trained on what to say, what you can and can't say. Like, oh. it's crazy. Like, Disney is crazy. Right. It's, it's so cool. It was such a great experience, but. 
it was so much fun at the same time. Um, and you get to say you were a Disney princess. Like that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. And so I actually, 2016, 2017, I was working at Disneyland for three years. Whoa. Yeah. That was like my side job Whoa. in college on the weekends. Is Do you actually like, okay, see, I feel like it's a good job to enjoy, but it also must be like a pain in the butt because you're like on your feet for hours. Oh, yeah. It's super hot. Oh, yeah. Yes. You have to be it smiling 24 seven. Yeah. It was long. <laughs> You have to huh. just think about what the end goal is. There there were days where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired because mm-hmm. you really have to be on point the you whole time. You have to because those kids came from Moana and yeah, if you're like a mean, think about angry it, Moana, yeah, yeah, that would suck, yeah. And so sets were an hour and you had five sets a day. So you get paid. Um, so basically you work like 10 hour shifts. Holy so you're on for five sets, yeah. which is five hours and then off. It was It was a long day. But I actually was also Pocahontas and Gamora. I opened up um, Guardians of the Galaxies, the used to be Tower of Terror, Dude, and now it's it's so funny because as soon yeah. as you say the name, I like visualize the person, and I'm like, oh my god, it kind of does look like Kiana, yeah. <laughs> you know, in my head. Like you look like a great Moana, you look like a great Pocahontas, yeah. and Gamora too. I'm like, what? Yeah, even though Gamora was green, it was so much fun. So you have to put the face paint and stuff on. So we actually had a makeup artist every day. To How do long that. did that take? Uh, it would we. It was like two hours, like hour 30, because we would get like painted green oh until our elbows and then the rest like you couldn't see. It was so fun. And I had a lot of fun with Gamora because she was mean or like she was not that nice to the kids or just people in general. That's her character though. That's, yeah. yeah. So compared to Moana, instead of me being peppy all the time, I got to be like serious <laughs> and like not talk to anybody and ignore the kids. Um, That's it was so much fun. crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny because literally I'm still thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, you fit those roles really, really well. I have well. pictures on my Instagram. I can show you. But Yeah, I got to go check those. I got to yeah. go find that. That's amazing, though. So after, uh, you know, you did all of that, you came to Alani and were, who were you on over Moana. there? Moana. Moana, yeah, just the so whole time. Okay. When I left, um, you know, weirdly, there's a lot of face characters, but the whole character department, they're actually very, very small or it's super tight-knitted. Uh, and when they found out that I was leaving or when I was quitting... Then they asked if I wanted to, you know, transfer to Aulani. Wow. But I had to formally audition again uh-huh. um, just because Moana there dances hula. So it was like cake to me. I yeah, was like, easy. yeah, we'll dance hula. Yeah, you I want me to already. sing? I can't sing. I sang happy birthday at my audition. <laughs> like it was. I can't sing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> One thing you can't do. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I literally sang happy birthday to like um, the casting people. It was That's so awesome. funny. I made them clap with me. Like I was <laughs> like, okay, awesome. you need to give me a beat. Like. And I was just saying happy birthday to Moana and they were they were laughing. That's but, awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun. Okay. So are you still doing that now or no? No. Okay. So I got laid off uh, oh, because of COVID, COVID and ah. everything. But honestly, it's okay. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> that seems like such a draining thing with everything that you're doing as yeah. well. It's like that seems like it would take your whole day just being too tired after and all of yeah. this and being tur- like on the whole way, you know, and just I, I can't imagine. I just yeah. want to like go home and like lie down and be like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just veg- uh, vegetable now. It's super fun um, to think about it, but Disneyland, you couldn't beat Disneyland. That was like the OG. Like thinking back to it, or now, you know, if I were to have a family or have kids when I get older, I'm like, wow, I can like tell my kids I used yeah. to work at Disneyland. You were a Disney princess. Like yeah. that's crazy. But uh, see, it's funny because I actually like I don't know whatever for whatever reason I was like deep diving on like YouTube or something, but I was like watching some kind of like mini doc about like uh, the not. The costume characters. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? The costume characters? Face characters. Face, or they call it... No, you're a face character, I thought, when you're not wearing a costume. Like, 
the wearing the mask, like the Donald Duck mask. Oh, um, they were called fuzzies. Oh, okay. That's what they would we would call them at Disneyland, like fuzzy characters. Okay, because they're wearing but a costume. Yeah, costume characters. Yeah. yeah, and it's those seem crazy hard. Oh yes. Because I wearing, give them so much credit. Right. It's so heavy, like heavy, hot. hot. I think there's like fans and stuff in there, but it's Intern you're still lens. sweating. Yeah. Like um, Sully from Monsters Inc. I had friends who did him and they had a lot of like back issues because it was that heavy. It was that heavy. And oh like, my gosh. you think their head is where their head is. It's actually in their mouth. So when you like, oh yeah. So they're just carrying all that weight. Yeah. So for Goofy too, your head is actually in the mouth of Goofy. Right. Their head. So like you have to like balance your head and. Yeah, and a you lot. have, and the same thing. Like you have to just be on the whole time. Mm-hmm. You can't like be bending over in pain and moving in this costume and exaggerating your arm movements because of like how big the costume is, and you're just in there trying to. Oh my gosh, that sounds function. horrible. Yeah. I, I've heard like um, they have to; re- they're required to take like breaks and stuff too. Like every oh totally yeah the because they pass them. out or something mm-hmm. right from just being too hot or whatever. Yeah, and you learn signals about there's certain signals signals that you can give to you know the. Your character host yeah, that yeah. is the person that's next to you. Um, if you're having like in danger, yes, or like, uh-huh. yeah, or if you're like feeling anything, um, yeah, I give them so much credit. Did you have any weird experiences of like people like being handsy and stuff with more? Oh yeah, all the really? Time. That's all so... the time. No like, way. Men all the time. It was so weird. Or even these are dads would, with their yes, kids. and or just like annual pass annual pass oh, holders. Okay. There's some weirdos that oh, come through gosh. Disneyland, like. So weird. There are actually like some people who can't even stand in the lines because they did They're something permit, to someone permanently else. Permanently banned. Yeah, oh, it's wow. crazy. It's how crazy it is. But you would think, you know, some people are normal when they have kids, but oh, sometimes like so families sad. are yeah, weird that's so sad. or like their kids. Like it's just yeah. Because if a kid gets like weird or whatever, it's like okay, that's a kid. You know, you, you can't yeah. blame them, but. A freaking grown up like yes. adult, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because that's so you guys always have like a like a helper or something though, right? Like you yeah, mentioned, you so. have your character host because technically you can't say no or you can't like be mean, right? Because when you are in the costume, character. yeah, you're gonna break character. You are literally the character, so you have to like depend on your host to like figure it out for you. Yeah, that's why it's very hard. Oh man! Unless that's... like you're in like a life or death situation, I'm sure like you, you have can... to break character, right. but. As much as you can, like, you have to stick to being Moana or stick to whatever character you are. That's and you so... learn this in, like, training. It's crazy. Does this happen in Aulani, too? Like, it's just everywhere? Aulani's a little different um, because they were more, like, um, heavy on, like, the programs that the kids can attend. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, they do have the meet and greets, but not as much as Disneyland where you okay. had, like, the long lines okay. and having to, like, literally talk to every single family for an hour. At Aulani, oh, it's okay, kind of, like, okay. sporadic, right, okay, at the I see, hotel. I see. So it wasn't that bad at Olenny. Well, I, I feel like people have a lot more restraint here too, I would hope. Yeah, and I think it's because it's at a resort, a very expensive resort. You're in the hotel at Disneyland. Yeah, I don't know. I think they just like cut loose because it's like there's so many people they're yes. not going to notice like I'm groping this Disney princess. It's so weird, yeah. <laughs> or like the comments they make, you know, like. Really? Yeah, oh so you're like, thank you. But in Moana. Right, yeah. and you can't, oh my gosh. How horrible. Yeah. And it's yeah. so funny that you still really love it because it's just like, okay, those are the bad parts, but yeah. there's so many like better parts about and this. And it's so funny because now I don't, 
you know, going to Disneyland and I see like the face characters, when you actually go on break and stuff, like say you're walking back in or the, when the character goes away, they're like, oh, Moana was going to Motunui, like she'll be right back, whatever. Oh, yeah. We, as immediately we get to break and we're like, remember that guy who was so weird, like take off the plane, like what the heck? Like, ew, uh, yeah. Well, it's not even it's for so just funny. The, the girls or the princesses too. It's like also like the, the guys in the fuzzy costumes and stuff, like they're getting like harassed sometimes. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, guys and they just, can't like, talk. Yeah, so. yeah. So they're just like kind of like shoving them or, yeah. You know, acting dumb for like mm-hmm. the gram or whatever. I'm like, this is so gross. That's somebody's job. What are you doing? It's so sad. Yeah. People just lose their mind at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Crazy like kids people. everywhere. Not only the like actual kids, like the adults acting like kids too. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, that's really crazy. This is what I mean though, Kiana. Like I'm looking at like everything that you've done and just, it's insane <laughs> how like wide your like scope is of everything that you can do. Yeah, and it's it, cool. Did, did you ever like stop and think of like, <laughs> this is so much? Um... Yes, yes and no, because at the same time, I feel like as I'm doing certain things, you know, it somehow like ends like with the whole Disney thing, not ends, but and then I move on to the next thing. And if anything, it just makes me more of the person that I am today. Like mm. I kind of bring that experience to like the next thing or with having Disney on my resume, that was totally like the what's that called when you meet somebody for the first time and they read your res or look at your resume um, like icebreaker, like oh, they're like, oh, you worked yeah. at Disneyland, right, right, like, right. oh my god, tell me about that, and then it mm-hmm. kind of just like loosens up the conversation, and right. I don't know, right. I don't know, it, it's cool, it's cool. There's a lot, and you're so yeah. young still, so it's like I, it makes me wonder like what you're gonna look like ten years from now, like the experiences you're gonna have, I like know. the careers that you're gonna be. It's gonna be like, oh, okay, and now she's starring in like you know <laughs> high grade movies and stuff. Well, maybe <laughs> the next like Oprah or something. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd or yeah, crazy. maybe movie. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, coming through. And I, it's honestly like we could be talking forever because I you know, have so I much feel like I can talk. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because you have so much different experiences. But I know you have something to go to after this. So we will cut it over here and we'll save it for a different time, yes, I think. Yes, yes. Um, but I appreciate you so much for coming in. Uh, where can people find you on social medias? Yes, you can find me on my Instagram, which is the only thing I have until Bryson makes me make a, a YouTube <laughs> channel. But it's at Kiana Kayabyab. And you also have a website as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And lifewithkiki.com. Thanks for reminding me. Or, you know, if you're into news, go to Star Advertisers, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube pages at Star Advertiser. So, yeah. Or you guys can just open um, any kind of editorial in Hawaii. Like (laughs) she's all over the place, guys. You're going to be like, okay, there she is over there. There she is on this poster. It's 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 impressive. So anyway, thank you uh, to Kauai girl Kiana for coming in today. It was honestly just awesome talking to somebody from Kauai. I don't think I've talked to anybody from Kauai in a while now. So. Yeah, we need to get more people awesome. from Kauai yeah, and totally. studio. But thank you so much for coming in. Uh, and thank you guys all for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode. But until then, stay safe and aloha, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>